All right, welcome back. This is Stoppage Time with Footwork, highlighting some of the best moments from episodes. This week, we sit down with Max Mansfield, the founder of the Foosball Project and co-founder of Two Bridges FC. Born in Dortmund but raised in New York City, Max has played and coached in both the U.S. and Europe. He talks about the Foosball Project and Two Bridges FC, reason for creating Two Bridges FC, managing expectations for players, how are young American footballers viewed in Europe, what he looks for when scouting, what happens when it goes wrong, preparing players with the basics, and advice for players on trial. Now check out the video version of this stoppage time on our YouTube channel, Footwork Podcast. And join the club at footwork.club, the one-stop shop for everything footwork. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to Footwork. So what has been taking your focus right now? What is your passion right now? And what does it look like? Yeah, so I'm currently running uh, two programs. Um, The one is domestic uh, in the States. It's called Two Bridges Football Club. Um, And that's a nonprofit. It seeks to help inner city soccer players um, get academic help, uh, obviously soccer training and leadership development. uh, And it's purely donation based. So there's no, you know, financial barrier for these guys to play. Um, so that's what I've been working on in America. And then in Germany, I still have Fußball Project, which, you know, has, has detoured and made a lot of stops along the way as to what our mission is. And, and, and right now, what gets me excited about is just helping young, um, young American players get abroad to Germany in, in the right fit. That's really what we've been you know, made our bread and butter. Um, so those two things have really been been chewing up my time and getting me getting me excited. And with and with two bridges, what kind of led you to this decision? What made you say, okay, there is this issue, and you know, me along with other people can be ones that can help rectify it and help uh, players, you know, who who have those barriers to the game. Yeah, uh, I think you know growing up in new york city or you know you get such a such a melting pot of players in different cultures and i saw players that maybe didn't get the same opportunities i did that were maybe better players right and and it it led me to understand that uh you know talent is distributed equally but opportunity is not uh especially in america so I think just seeing that, you know, a a small incremental uh, change or or support for some of these inner city players can lead to monumental differences in their life, right? And it doesn't always need to be college. It it could be as simply as, you know, playing football, getting your coaching license, maybe going to Europe, um, or even as simple as if you left the program that, you know, I need to show up places on time. I need to shake people in the hand you know, look them in the eye and like those kind of little caveats, I think make a world of difference for, for a young man that doesn't have much direction. How do you manage those expectations with players? Because I know Sean and I, when we got out of college, it was, you know, you look for a name a lot, kind of like you said, of, of what level, and then you look at the, the tier, what tier am I playing at without realizing that, you know, it's probably the most important thing, like we've talked, talk, touched on, to get into a place like Germany and then try and rise up the levels and get seen and get experience and learn the tactical avenues of it all. So how do you manage that for a young player who's probably looking at, I just want to go pro, I just want to be a pro baller, but, you know, there's there's some work I have to do first to get to that. Yeah, um, 
It's, it's a really good question. It's a really tricky process. Uh, one of the steps we're now taking is we're, we're in the process of acquiring a club that just operates at the youth level. Um, but the idea there is to say, look, any player that comes through the door, they, their first step, whether it's trial or a year long time, they want to commit, they go to that club. Um, and we will bring the people to that club, but you essentially, you, you can eliminate the risk there, right? You can still say, and I've been wrong about a lot of players and you can still say, look, Dortmund's going to come. Schalke's going to, because to get a scout to come on a Thursday night to a club in Dusseldorf is very realistic. Right, but to get a, a player from not a big club in America into Dortmund is extremely unrealistic. So you can eliminate the risk by getting them to look at the players and say, like, look, what do you think? What level is he at? And then the big club may say no, but MSV Duisburg, which we had the other week at Kid Go to, they may say, oh, he's a great fit. Let's bring him in for a week. So you can kind of like manage the, you know your risk as a as a name and as a brand, but also have the players understand like, look, you are getting the eyes from the very best. Um, but on the end, it's up to them. We can open the door, but we're not in the business of like pushing you through or, or getting po on the political side. Cause as you guys know, it, it doesn't really exist in Germany. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I could be on the board and my son will play every game. Like it's, it's that, you know, that, that kind of stops in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how is the, um, how is the feeling? I mean, the West is kind of the hotbed of Germany with so many teams uh, in the Bundesliga and second Bundesliga. How is the feeling of you bringing over Americans? Are they highly interested in young Americans? Is that kind of an expanding new market? Of course, they're getting in players from all over the world. Everyone's trying to send players there. Um, but it seems like more and more Americans are coming over and playing in the big leagues here. Yeah, I mean, actually, I there was an agent I was talking to uh, last week and he said like the American market is is moving towards what the Brazilian market was 10 years ago that clubs in Europe are just overpaying for American players I forget the name of the player that went to Roma um, is it Brian Brian I, Reynolds yeah that's it yeah like, he hadn't played I, I it was, this is an MLS guy who was telling me but he was like he hadn't played that many games in MLS. He hadn't shown that much, right? He had some glimpses, but it wasn't like, all right, this guy is a no-brainer. But they paid, I think, like like nine or eight to twelve million in that window, which, like years ago, for an MLS player, that wasn't like be ridiculous. MLS, would, yeah. you'd be insane. But it's kind of like everybody's like, oh, let's take a chance. He's an American kid. Uh, at the very least, we can get some branding, some marketing in the states. Like, there's just like you know, it's like the Nicholas Pepe deal. Like mm. it's such a hot market right now. Um, so I think clubs are always interested. Um, the, the West, you just have the beauty that you could, you know, we have like a player house there um, and the players that live there, like they have access to so many clubs living in the same place where like, if you lived in, you know, Südwest Germany, like you may have to have each kid travel two hours or the options are limited. If you don't make it at Saarbrücken and Elversburg, you're done. Like that's mm. it. Where here it's like you have Oberhausen, you have Essen, then you get into the Oberliga clubs, Victoria Köln, Fortuna, like there's just such a array of clubs that, that you can get to that are, you know, well-structured and well-funded. I would love to pick your brain on the idea of scouting because I mean, I can't imagine how many players you've placed at this at 
this time. And I would just like to know some of the things you look for, um, whether it's on the field or even off the field for someone who you think, oh, I can bring this player to Germany and, you know, we'll have a real chance at getting him something. Yeah, um, I think in technique is the is like, you know, the, the first step. If that isn't the foundation of the house, I think it's very difficult to make it in, in Germany. Um, that That's, you know, the, the one. Uh, if that's not there, it's tough to, you know, you can get a player fit, I say, in three months to six months. You can get a player strong in six months to a year. You can change a player's mentality in three months. But to build, like, a proper first touch, I mean, that takes years. It's mm. so hard. Uh, so I would say that's that's the first basis. Um, and then they need, you know, in modern-day football, they don't, you know, they need a change of pace. They don't need to be the fastest person ever, but it's very difficult to not have a change of pace, both in recovery and offensively to be deceptive. There needs to be some change of pace, and it, it breaks my heart, and, like, I – zero change of pace and that's probably the overlegal was my final destination but the modern day game it just requires that um and then the third aspect is like a mentality thing um i think there's guys that you can take a chance on and they can get to europe and get hit and they recover and say all right i'm up for this and there's a big group that says no nah, this is just not for me mm -hmm. um to see it, it you know to front run the train and when you see them in the states to say like okay, you know, this player can kind of like, you know, can this kid live alone in like a basement in like Oberhausen? Yes or no. Yeah. You know, not right away, but if he's not willing to do that, like it's just not going to work, you know, mm -hmm. and you can get that out pretty early. You can get that from a conversation. I could tell from Sean immediately, he was extremely willing to live. In <laughs> from Mongolia. <laughs> and what about when you get it wrong, I guess, or when a player kind of misuses your connections and trust? Because at the end of the day, it's your time. It's your connections, which, you know, you've built a lifetime making. So what is that experience like when a, when a player doesn't really, you know, hold his end of the value in terms of being a good model trial player or you know using your name to the best effect yeah it's rough i mean it's it's especially in europe it's a cutthroat game like sean was saying everybody's trying to push players into germany specifically so it's like you know you're not the only one in line uh i'll never forget we had a kid this was pre-covid um we sent a kid to schalke or, or schalke invited a player of ours and he did well trained well and then after, and this was partly my fault, after, goes in the locker room, picks up his bag, walks out. Doesn't ask if he should return the training gear. And as you guys know, doesn't say bye to anybody. And then doesn't shower. And it, again, I should have been like hard about it. Like those are like three imperative things. But I just thought like, ah, oh, just whatever happens on the field, like, you know, nail it there and you're good to go. And this was early days of me doing this but it took a lot of convincing till we got our next player there because we got the rep of like ah oh, those guys have bad attitudes or they're prima donnas or and you know all sorts of things in it and it made it really difficult you know you're not the only one you know trying to get players opportunities and how do you approach it now do you have that conversation beforehand how to walk yeah. into a locker room and greet every player and say hello to the coach and yeah i try and prepare players as best they can i think 
um, little incremental changes can make your experience in Europe like so different and things I wish I told everybody. Um, like to learn, like if you know, like the players I have now that are that are have deals to go to Europe in the summer for preseason, it's like, yeah, from now until July. I'm not saying you need to be fluent in German, hmm. but learn like Hintermann, Klatschen, like these things will, a, a, a coach that's already a little bit uncomfortable with his own English has such an easy reason to just not play you. But if you can eliminate that barrier, right, and and fit in like another German player, right, like then you really have a chance to come in right away and make a difference. So like saying hi to every guy, um, helping carry things, saying bye to people, like looking people in the eye. Um, on the men's side, like the harsh reality is like, especially if you're playing like Oberliga, like maybe stay for a beer on somebody's birthday. Like I was like, mm. like oh, I don't drink alcohol, like goodbye. And I was just like, all right, just have something. It's not about the alcohol. It's like, just be like, show that you have skin in the game and that, you're pulling the same ship that they are, you know? So I do like a little, I don't want to call it course, but like just like an intro packet that I give these guys to say like, look, these things would really help you. Um, and it does. I mean, you guys. Not. What are your advice to players going on trial? I know you mentioned before you kind of have a workshop, not a workshop, but you kind of teach them the little things uh, incrementally. Um, what about calming nerves and limiting the fear of making mistakes and going out to, to play your best instead of being scared to make a mistake? Yeah. I mean, I always say fit in, then stand out. Right. I think mm -hmm. even with the session, like fit in and show that if, if I took this guy, he would seamlessly fit into the group and then show something. Okay. That's the element he brings. I think too much in either direction you know, then it's kind of like you, it's that classic conversation where it's like, I already have three of you, right? Like I already have three sentiments that do what you do. And then the, uh, the other side of it is just like, look, you don't fit our system. So fit in then stand out. Um, I think with the football side of it and the nerves and stuff, just like understand like there will be other opportunities and they may not be immediate and they may not be on your, your timeline and you may feel some regret if you didn't do your best but like there will be other opportunities if mm -hmm. you keep pushing for them and doing the work and the contacts and stuff like that like it it will materialize um so just like go out and enjoy it i mean the end of the day the majority of us are not doing this for the money right there's other things most people could do to make the same or more money so like enjoy it like you have to that's the root of it if it's not there then why bother if you're gonna beat yourself up over it or you know put that pressure on yourself then it's like you might as well do something else if, if it's gonna bring you that much you know anxiety so just enjoy it for what it is and understand that like there are people that can no longer play the game of football because of injuries or you know the fact that you're already there and been invited to a club is a success in itself like now just go out and love that the fit in and stand out may be the quote of the day too also yeah. i mean just the the notion to enjoy it because you never know you never know how blessed you are with the opportunity but before we get into our little fast feet round at the end of our quick fire questions i'd like to come back to the present and just you know where can people find what you're doing with the foosball project and the two bridges and what do we have coming up in the near future yeah so 
Foosball Project is just um, at the Foosball Project on Instagram, and then uh, Two Bridges is at Two Bridges underscore on Instagram, and we're like always pushing out new content, new ideas on that, so cool stories to follow. Um, what is coming next? We are opening up FP Residency, which is a residency program for players to live under a house in Germany. Uh, I call it like a development sprint, meaning like if you're going to come over to Germany and you're going to play a second league team, which is probably where you should be, uh, you may only train three times a week and you're trying to close the gap between you and the Bundesliga players. So you need to go into a development sprint, which means, you know, a technical trainer or a fitness trainer or a physio comes every morning, then your meals are curated, then you train at night with a, a, a club that's at your level and you see like how far can I get 18 months worth of development in 10 months? Is that possible? Um, living all under the same roof and kind of eliminating those barriers of like the discomfort, the homesickness, because you're with guys that are, you know, fueling off each other um, in that same struggle to kind of, you know, break through to the top level. So that's coming this summer. And I'm, I'm excited about it. It'll be a smaller pilot program, but I think it's just a really cool concept to say like, look, it doesn't need to be optically very pretty, but it's just like, we're all here for the same reason to just like develop, 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 mm -hmm. prove, um, regardless of like where we are right now, um, to just make that jump. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos those are great but more importantly amazing content for any dream chasers out there plug plug pass tell your friends your enemies your mother your brother your sister your pastor it doesn't matter who tell the mailman your dog anybody that can listen like subscribe review because all of that helps while you're there we'll take whatever we can get to join the club join the club he messed yes. me up i mean he can just he can just mash it together so it's fine <laughs>